interesting turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Oh, how about that? How about that? Two friends, two minds, and one love for Arsenal Football Club. You are now listening to the Cotton Two Minds Podcast. Uh, well, hello. It's been a while, huh? <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Cotton Two Minds, E. Marshall, that's Fitz. You know, uh, hold on, hold on, before I let you get in there. You remember when Bernie Mac, he was like, when black people go on break, we break. We break. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that doesn't mean we didn't have discussions about maybe doing something, right. but break yeah. time. Break time. We break. What's the point? Speculation. Who we're gonna buy? None of it matters. The only thing that matters is Friday. Yeah, game number one of the season. I mean, so you know, we took a break. We're back. We're feeling good. You know. I don't, I don't know what else to say. I mean, you know? uh, Arsenal to kick off the Premier League. For a team that has had some issues starting seasons for a while now, you know, it, it felt like, a you know, is this a setup? Is this a, you know, why, right. you know, why they got us starting there, you know? But, you know, the, we, we, <laughs> we performed. They came out and they performed. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah! Before we get into all the festivities, yeah. Uh, what's been going on with you, big dog? Man, life's great, man. Everything's going pretty good. Uh, getting back adjusted to you know uh, the work life, the work culture. Oh, you sold out, huh? When you yeah. got a job, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm happy. It's a guy. It's a job keeping me active and stuff. So you know, I'm getting my steps in every day. And are you really? You know, because yeah, I was gonna say it looked like you put on a few. Well, that's good shit. You're back. You you know you're you're being an adult again. You know, no more ride share. You know, I mean, you gotta you yeah. gotta appreciate a paycheck. You know, it is yeah. nice getting that paycheck. I'm like these kids nowadays. I'm not so sure about that. <laughs> What's he doing to the to the global footprint of the world, dude? Dude. dude. <laughs> The uh, but yeah, things going good. You know, summer's been nice. Out of the rest of the country's burning up, but Bay Area weather, really nice summer. Not too bad at all. That's great. That's great because you know it can get cold and cold in the Bay in the summertime. Yeah, Yeah. you know what? What was the saying? The uh, what is it? The coldest summer was uh, no, the coldest anyway. The coldest day. Winter was a summer I, I ever spent. had was a was a summer in, in San Francisco. San Francisco. Yeah, that's it. Hey, <laughs> something like that. Something teamwork. like that. Teamwork makes the dream work. You know what I mean? And these are some of the things we've been trying to teach Arteta throughout the offseason. Teamwork makes the dream work. Anyway, all yeah. or nothing. Yeah. I, before you get into it, <laughs> I have no interest at all to watch it. 
I, I put it on my wish list on Prime, you know what I mean, to to maybe watch it and get into it. I just don't really have any interest. And uh, some of the things I'm reading online, you know, I love Arteta. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I want him to do good. I'm sure he's a great guy. He's buttoned up, smartest guy in the room, a little genius. I get all that. But let's relax, you know. Let's relax. He's, you know, he's drawing shit. He's giving just can he win something? Well, actually, he has the FA Cup. Hey, you know, and a community <laughs> shield. But you know that. <laughs> and a community shield. You know, uh, that's important. I got people it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Ah, but people, uh, I don't know. So I didn't I can't even really talk about it because I didn't watch it. But those are some of the things I'm reading. It's just like I get it. The uh, I get it. He's cool. So I've never watched any of these things. So when I went and found this one, right, I was surprised to see that they did one on Tottenham and West Ham oh, and yeah. like all these other teams. I didn't, I didn't even realize this was like <laughs> you know this is their little uh, thirty for thirty thing or what. I don't know. No, it's like uh, they do it for football. It's oh, show? it's like okay, um, but they do it all backwards. You know what I mean? Football does it. NFL football does a show called uh, Training Camp or something. Yeah. Like, where they'll do um, all their preseason games uh, if people make the team or get cut before the season. But when the season starts, it stops. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. They did the opposite with this. And you're right. I didn't I didn't know about that either because um, we're in our Arsenal bubble. That's why we don't know about other shit like that. But go ahead. Yeah. The uh, So, uh, but, you know, some of my feelings on it, uh, I watched a couple episodes, was um, – <laughs> The, uh, I, it's time for me to drop my my hatred of Jaka. Oh, really? Um, you got a little insight in, into Jaka? I mean, just my only feeling was is uh, you know, and that that's really what I, I'm watching it for. What you know? How is the chemistry? And you know, uh, is is there a chemistry in the locker room? Are these guys buying into Arteta? Do they buy right. into him? Like, how are they listening to him? Right. Uh, you know, me coming from an American sports perspective, like, you know, I've seen, like, like the best NBA teams, like, on timeouts, half their players aren't even listening. Like, you know, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's like, are they dialed a, in? And That's a whole different beast, though, the NBA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, I was kind of curious just to see inside the locker room. And uh, yeah, what I got was the players... Absolutely. They love Xhaka. They respect him. Right. Uh, coach loves him and respects him. I got to drop it because it's just not good for my energy. You know, like, <laughs> like he's not going nowhere right now. Right. He's definitely part of this squad. When, when Partey's out there with him, he's fine to me. I have no I, problems. I, yeah. Now I will say one of the reasons why I said, I'm saying I'm backing off too is it's my belief that we've got more talent around him and oh, we yeah. don't ask him to be something that he's not. That's a good point. He doesn't uh, have to push and try to be something special. And now I'm seeing him like kind of floating into like areas that are kind of more dangerous and positions where he can try to lay passes that count. And Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I've, and I'm, I've been noticing his, uh, you know he's he does have a, a defensive awareness as far as when he's not trying to push too far. You know, 
be too um, on the offensive side of things, you know what I mean, push too far up. When he's kind of just like you're saying, you know, you're not asking him to do much, and he's just kind of responsible for his little section of the pitch, and if he can get bored periodically, yep. his uh, defensive awareness on where to be, you know, he's he's right yeah. around. He's not getting beat and having to catch up like you always say. He's just too slow to catch up or be yeah. out of position. But yeah, yeah. Uh, and like I said, if he's if he's playing with Partey, it's it's nice. It's good. He yeah. can even cheat a little bit and get forward because I mean Partey. He, I mean he pretty much covers it all, really. Yeah. So yeah, I mean Partey's definitely the beast that like. He kind of just holds that middle together. We need him. We need oh, yeah, him yeah. to be out there. And uh he's got those touches, those little flicks. He's real crafty yeah. too. Um he's a fun, he's a fun guy to watch out there when he's making, you know, when he's connecting on his passes. You know, my only beef with him sometimes is he can get a little loose with it as far as his mm-hmm. passing. But for the most part, he's got those little flicks and those little sneaky passes. Um, I enjoy him. So um, should I watch All or Nothing? That, that was my, my question to you. Should I watch it? Um, I have no yeah, I mean, quickly, my other little take was just yeah. uh, the team is bought in, man. I, I see it. Like, you know, even last year, mm-hmm. Let me hear the it. early stuff. And... You know, I I think he might be a little wordy, but he's he's young and trying to like feel it out or whatever. But however it works, he he speaks their language. Right. You know, he's young, they're young. Uh, they 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 listen to him intently, um, and they give him a lot of credit for uh, helping them develop <laughs> and things like that. Right, right. Arteta's Arteta's. Yeah. Uh, on, he's got too. their attention. They're listening. They're doing it. So it was, you know. You too. You, you, you. you oh gosh, he's he's our guy, our tech, We yeah. love him. You're that guy too. Now. Oh, oh no, I haven't put any votes in about uh, you know okay. how much. I'm just talking about what I've seen on the in the players' eyes. Yeah, they listen to him. I know. You know? I'm just messing around. Uh, no, I mean get- the idea of uh, he ever lost his locker room or this all is that. getting out of hand or it during the three game thing. They all were right in there. Well, yeah, no. to him and trying to fight for him and believed in what he was saying, you know? Yeah, no, the he had already got, I think, was uh, Aubameyang was still on the team? Aubameyang was there. Coincidentally, if there was one guy that wasn't quite as locked in as everybody else, it was him, you know? You can see, you can see that, huh? Just a little bit, you know? Yeah. He tried to act like he was, but you can kind of see, like, eh, eh. See, that's one of the things I kind of wanted to see. Because I, I, I wasn't sure if Aubameyang was in this one. But I yeah. guess they followed him for the whole season. Yeah. And, uh, we, sh- you know, as, as Arsenal podcast hosts, we should we should know that. But Yeah. You know, the uh, yeah. And at the game three, when they're losing, he did have one big, huge statement in front of everybody, which is another thing. Like, it wasn't behind closed doors. He said, "No, not one person here should believe that that I won't make changes. There's no guaranteed start on this team." Right. And he was obviously talking to Aubameyang, obviously, but you know, he you. did it to the team, you know. So you, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out, and um, yeah. I'll give you, you know, I'm gonna hate on everything and be yeah. a jerk, but <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> you know, what I mean? I'm more, I'm more concerned with. Uh, I mean, I get it. You know, the players they listen to their coach at halftime. 
you know, and it, I get it. But uh, I just want to, I want to, I want to see some, um, I want to see some uh, results. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to the new signings. Um, I can only, I, you know, I can only speak on two. I'm not like getting everybody else and seeing all the other guys. I could speak on Zinchenko yeah. and Gabriel. And um, I'm very pleased. Very pleased. Yeah. Um, yes. I like the fact that we got players. Like, it's usually Man City taking players from us. Like, you know what I mean? But we took players from a league, a league winning. You know, they won the league, Man yeah. City. We took two players for them. And they came to play for Arsenal. Like, just think about that. Like, it's a complete reversal of how things usually are. So the the point I'm getting to is to actually have seen these guys play and their tendencies and how they, you know, how they do things. I could be really confident that these two were going to be good signings. You know, not like all the signings before. I never saw Pepe play. I don't watch Legon. Right. You know, or some of the other people. But these two guys, I was like, they're gonna be just fine. Just fine. Mm-hmm. Anyway. The uh I tell you the thing, the the only thing I have with Gabriel Jesus that I was, you know, I say I wasn't 100 in on him. I was 90 92 on him in yeah. on him, but uh I felt like he never got the time he needed in Man City. Because when he showed up, Aguero was there, yeah. and uh, world class player. In a world, you just weren't taking Aguero's time. So you know, yeah, that's he, a great. He point. was always playing kind of second fiddle a little bit, and, and I never I thought like he ever got his size. So what? The only thing I questioned was I wasn't sure about like his 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 hunger rate, his work rate. Like, what is it? Like, is right. is he really that like? dialed in and stuff and as soon as i seen him play i realized like yeah like he's a classic striker right that knows how to play in the box and play with people and try to get into dangerous positions and totally i was the same way i thought um i just noticed him he always played out wide a lot like he yeah they wouldn't even play him as a number nine last year when they didn't have one like he was playing out wide and um you're right. It did. It's, it, it took him a while to get going because Aguero was there. And when he got his chance, you know, I was kind of worried about his goal scoring. I've mm-hmm. always liked his energy and his 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 technical ability, dribbling wise. Um, I just didn't think. I'm, on, I'm I'm recording. Okay. Go ahead. You need to. Go ahead. Hey, dude, cotton two minds, baby. You feel? Hey. <laughs> but uh, what I was gonna say is, I was worried about his goal scoring uh, capabilities. Um, yeah. And then I then I did a little study, and he's he's got ninety five career goals. Really? Yeah. Let me see if I read that right. But yeah, and I was like, wow, that's a lot of goals. Wow. I, I, I I don't believe that. I said it out loud, and I don't believe it. it. So that's just prim. Wow, that's, that's no, no. Trip. I mean, that's, that's everything. That's everything. That'd be like Brazilian play. Oh and no, stuff no, like no. That. In the Premier League. <laughs> Premier League. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and then that puts read that reaper that puts a whole different shine on the uh, you know stuff. Like I said, like, well, it's impressive that um, that uh, 
Laka scored 50 goals when he barely started, you know, but right. 50 goals is okay, but man, 95 is really scored. <laughs> Let me see if I didn't I didn't mess that up. But anyway, that was the first stat I went and looked at because I was like, man, I don't know about this guy. He doesn't score uh-huh. that many goals. He just yeah. doesn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I looked up the stats. The uh my I didn't get to see much preseason. I missed most of those things. I did watch Sevilla. And uh if that was awesome. I saw the Chelsea game and the Sevilla game and uh watching him work at uh Sevilla is like I like you were saying, I was like, Oh yeah, he finishes too. Like how many man city goals does Gabriel Jesus have? According to Manchester City FC, 58 of his goals came in the Premier League, making him the club's joint fifth-highest scorer in the league since the introduction of the Premier League in 1992. So he's got 58 just in the Premier League. Okay, okay. So, yeah, now I'm getting nervous. Now I'm playing. <laughs> now I'm playing. Um, his energy, when he yeah. came back to get the ball deep on Friday against Palace, he looked like he, he looked like Locker coming in deep, but he had way more athleticism, you know, to turn and get going. And and when he gets going, he's fat, you know. Like uh, I think his link up play is better than Locker's. Uh, you know, not to just be comparing him, but this is what we just came off of at Striker, Locker and Abba. Yeah, yeah. And uh he's you know, he's he's quicker and I believe probably not to disrespect Abba, but I think he's probably going to be a better finisher too. Mm. That's that's where you know we'll. Well, you know the last the thing I two, the, the only last thing about Abba's goals is that he he has his like go to, so he's got like four shots that he goes to, and he's always. <laughs> I think Gabriel's got a whole bucket full of. I would agree with that. He's he's a half poacher, half you know he can do it all. He uh-huh. can poach. He can shoot from outside the box, inside the box. He can get behind. Um, yeah, and plus, you know, Abba's, you know, last 10 games, he was awful. Missing sitters, you know, just yeah. completely. Yeah. But, you know, I That's why you. I had to, like, I had to dial that back. You're right. I can't say that for sure, you know, necessarily. But right. he is quicker than Abba, and I think his movement's better and stuff like that. More willing to come down the middle and get the ball and be involved like Laka used to, mm-hmm. and um, the only difference is he's he's able to get back in the box. Like you, he was in the box whether he was dribbling in the box. You know, sometimes Laka don't be in the box. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes Laka's putting in a challenge. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so the uh, yeah, and the only other thing too was just like. With the names that were rumored and things like that, I felt like all of them played in the air, probably where Gabriel didn't. Right, and uh, I wouldn't have minded a striker that you know could at least go after balls in the air. Well, but yeah, Gabriel's would... different. He's a different like beast. Like he still gets in position, but like he doesn't fake it. Like I can play in the air. He just gets into other positions right. where you could feed it to him. Like give it to me to my feet. Just give it to me. You know. Right. Or do you feel comfortable with uh, Eddie being that option, or should we go try to get like a, a big, you know, st- you know, striker? Not not get one, but you know what I mean. Are you happy yeah, with Eddie? I, trying for to- me, if we can get a big guy on the cheap that you know is happy to come off the bench and just fill in minutes when we need him, get like desperate that, late. Yeah. 
Yeah, it would be cool as uh, having like a kind of a two-headed option to back him up because there might be times when we want the quicker dude and then Eddie's the guy. And there might be times when, hey, man, we got to scratch out a, a tough fought win and we need somebody to play in the air. And, right. You know, then maybe Drew you go type. to the big guy, you know? Yeah. Gotcha. Peter Crouch. <laughs> Crouchy. Crouchy, Crouch. Well, that's good shit. Um, Zinchenko, I'm, I'm, you know. Solid. I just, I dig that guy. Solid. I don't know why. He's just smooth to me. Yeah. Um, you know, at some point, I would just be cu- just a little curious to see him play with Partey. Maybe that. get Jacques out a little bit. Maybe give him a rest. <laughs> I was going to fill that in when you were talking about it. It's just. Because uh, you know, he can't play that role. I think so. he can definitely slide in there and do that when we need him to. And. Yeah. You know, we got, we got options, games though. and things like that. I mean, we're probably going to see it some, I, I would imagine. Yeah, we got you options, know. you know. So, um, um, I don't know if you know, did, did you see the uh, – he let off a, a Podolski-like laser left foot shot. Yeah. It was low. It was traveling hard. It had kind of a, a weird little, like, fade to it or something. And I was like, this kid, I like this guy. You oh, know? yeah, he's sick. Um, real comfortable with him. I think that's good for tyranny. You know, he's got always got an option to just sometimes you got to give uh, injury prone players a rest just to give them a rest. You know what yeah. I mean? Not because there's something wrong with them or, you know, even if they're in good form, you know, yeah. if they played a certain amount of games in a row, sometimes you just got to get them out of there, you know, mm-hmm. for their own good. Cause uh, like him and Partey are very injury prone. The, yes, and, you know, to the point where it's like, man, we got to really look after these two, you know. Yep. Um, because we need them to play in big games, especially Partey. Yeah. So that's why, if we're, you know, we're still talking about transfers, if we're able to get a Tillman, Tillemans, or somebody, you know, kind of with those skills, yeah, I would want that. Even though I kind of think, like, man, we got enough. Uh, I feel good going into the season now. But if yeah. we could get one more, because mm-hmm. then. You know, depending on opposition, you know, you can mix things up and this team can still get points and we can give players rest. It's all I've ever really wanted for this yes. for Arsenal. And it's an option we've never really had. Well, like, so. um, for instance, uh, actually, little, you know, we'll do our shout out for the back back line and stuff like that or oh, whatever. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's a viable option now. And now also remind people, like, you know, uh, like Tommy Asu is the same as Ben White. Like he's a he was a center back that played right back for us. Right. Ben White did it today, this last game, uh, opening it up for Saliba. But like, I mean, we got so many options along the back. I don't feel shaky at all for one injury or right. Uh, uh, one uh, somebody's got a sit a game or something because they got a little knock or something. It's it's okay. Like yeah. Saliba goes down, Ben White goes in there, let Tamiyasu's at right or however he wants to work it, you know. All the way down to if even if you got to go to Cedric and holding, I'm not shaky about that. Like they can no. play. I'm all right with that. Like Carlin Cup runs early FA Cup games when you you know you got a Thursday game coming up in the Europa mm-hmm. League and it's in Slovenia. You know what I mean? You can rest players for a full week before that match, yeah, and get in there and take care of business, and then 
you know, coming back, you can have a Rob Holden play against a, a damn Fulham or somebody. You know what I mean? So, depending on the opposition, you sure. can mix things up. We got options now. Sure. And, um, uh, I, you know, I'm happy. But if we could get Tillemans, yeah. you know, we can get oh, one. Yeah, that was kind of my point that about the midfield is uh, if we have to run like this, I do feel like our midfield is, you know, we got we got players. But if right. we can get, add another that just can be part of the mix where we're comfortable with, you know, because, I mean, like uh, like Man City, like Gungadin is great. He's a good damn player. He don't play every week. But though. they can – yeah, like last season, he right. came on because he started performing really good and Pep couldn't get him out of the lineup. That's a great point. But two years before that, he kind of floated and he got and a he, game here. He got and he's a game an injury-prone player too. He gets he's hurt had his life. issues. But being part of that squad and you sit back and just know what kind of talent you have, then that's just great. Like, you know? Yeah. Um. I forget the one guy. He's he's English, but he's a a center back for Man City. Stones. Yeah. John like Stones. sometimes he plays a lot that you never see him. And it's just like, you know, he does anyway. We're yeah. beating the dead horse. I like the squad depth, but if we can get, you know, if we can get if we can get Tillemans, I'd be happy with that. I feel real confident with that. Let's yeah. talk about the damn game on Friday. Yeah. You know, uh, a London Derby, Palace. Sailhorse Park, Vieira, pink uniforms. What'd you think about them? Huh? The kits? How was the kit? Excuse me, I said uniforms. My English friends are going to make fun of me. Kits and boots, my friend. Kits and boots. That one fool said, bloody hell, it's not cleats, Eric. (laughs) You say boots over here. (laughs) Okay. The... uh... They're they're nice, and I know all clubs uh, around Europe. They 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 go a season with the uh, sport in the pink. You know, like I like kind it. of a I tradition. It, I thought it was cool. I like the fact that um, we didn't go all pink. You know, we we had blue shorts. It was like <laughs> come on, <you> know. <laughs> this is enough. Now we've got a style, man. We're we're wearing a style. But uh. Nah, they were cool. I like the black ones. I think those are sharp. Black ones are um, sweet. I might have to get one. I'm not a jersey guy. You know what I mean? I wore that one, but you know, I bought that years ago. Uh, but that black one's sick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, you know, I'm I'm mad at myself for even talking about the kids. Because I make fun <laughs> of all that shit. You know? know, oh, kid release. We're in sixth place. Anyway, <laughs> the game um started out wonderful, tremendous. Um, attacking football, but then I, you know, it turned into deja vu for me. I'm not gonna lie, I was happy we won 2 0. Uh, who'd the goals come from? First uh, one from Martinelli and the Martinelli. Box. Um, Martin. Damn, one of the things I praised him from the beginning on is who, who uh, scored the second one, and they called it an own goal. Own goal, own goal. That's right. We that's know what's goal. up, we know what's yeah. up. Laser, laser right foot from Saka that just best two footed, best two footed young player in the world. Man, this kid is dynamite. But my praise for Martinelli is uh, that you know that it ended up being a really hard header. Yeah, it it went over two of our players before it fell, and when it got to him, I'm sure he wasn't, he didn't think it was coming to him. 
Right. Like it looked like two other guys probably were going to get it before he did. And it just dropped to him. But concentration, Johnny on he's, the a, he's a finisher. I'm telling you, he's a kid that he's, we've seen him miss plenty, but it's in oh, his no, blood. He, it's he, in he, his blood. He knows how to hunt goals and he knows how to get in positions. And I mean, he's got a, he's got a nice little highlight reel of some classic goals for Arsenal already. You know I, I mean? At and, such a young age, huh? I know. And, you know, in and out of the lineup too. So, yeah, yeah, no, he, Johnny on the spot, he finished that, uh, the set piece, you know, oh. continuing from last year, um, uh, beautiful. I forget who kicked it. I think, uh, Saka kicked it, but the header by Zinchenko to, you know what I mean? All yeah. the way over to, uh, yes. Martin, Martinelli, like, you know what I mean? Cause he, he kicked it long. Yes. And, but, uh, Chico was running that way and heads it back across. Thank Just you for bringing that up. That was part of my piece. Zinchenko praise was, wow, like it was a really nice job. And yeah, uh, I remember you telling me that way in the beginning. They were like, they say if you just could, if you can get three headers out of it, the and defense is in trouble. Yeah, double head in the box equals a goal or some shit. Something like that, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, Zinjinko, he got a good header on it and he put it, he put it straight back across and defense was just lost. Yeah, no. So, I mean, the, um, I mean, yeah, the, you know, the game was good. First game of the season, we, we came out energized. The press looked good early on. And I just think, I don't think, I think we took the foot off the break because, you know, it's early in the season. Fitness levels might not be there, maybe. Um, but that was that was my only little bit of concern was the fact that we kind of let them get back into the game in the second half. Um, but, you know. I think an honest assessment would be that um, a, a great result, um, the, yeah. the work on the pitch wasn't as great as the result was. A 2-0 Results sounds like we probably handled them pretty good, but there were moments, a few moments here and there. I poked at, I peeked at the stats, and they, they, we, we took the same amount of shots, and they had more possession. Um, yeah. we, we both teams had ten shots and two on goal. We scored ours, and they didn't. You know, right. and and that's my point. Like uh, a lot of people are going crazy about this win, and and you know I'm happy because of what happened last year. We lost to to Brentford, yeah, but. You know, all you know, all me and you have ever asked for is a good preseason, you know, with your new signings with you. Yeah. You know, everybody's getting a chance to play. They're you're rotating, the chemistry's coming together. There's no, you know, usually we haven't bought anybody in by now, you know, and the fans are going crazy. Who are we gonna sign? What are we doing? And we usually wait till the last day of the season before we bring people in, and we're always getting caught off on the on the, in the on the slow foot. Yeah, this year we're prepared. We brought players in. We've had a good preseason. We, you know, we're doing all the things they, you're supposed to be. And they doing. made it a point to even say that, like before last season ended, that they right. were going to get to their work early and they weren't going to play around. They want. I think Arteta said, "I want everybody in camp by July 1st. Exactly, you know, and all that exactly. stuff. So, so when um, you when you when you do those things, you usually, you know, even if you don't play as well as you could play in the first game of the season, you get results. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And all you heard about Palace was a man. It's been a rough preseason. Patrick Vieira doesn't know if he's getting it. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I know what that's like, baby. Y'all gonna lose today. 
That's what I'm <laughs> we got you. Yeah, yeah. Um, my standout was Ben White. Before we get out of here, Ben White going up against Zaha, who's a slippery bastard. We all know this, but Ben White handled his own. Tremendous. Now, I know Saliba had a great game, smooth as butter, looks like Virgil out there, a right-footed Virgil doing his thing. But let's give Ben White a little love, man. He's playing out of position, and he was going up against, you know, a guy. I think he had, what, 15 goals or something last year? A scorer. Zaha's good. People don't like him because of his face and how he looks. And he's an arsenal hunter. Like, I mean, he has really, he's lit us up and given us problems in the past. And yeah, Ben White had his hands full and he handled it. Who who you got? Um, Milo. The, uh, I I think my, my, my player of the game would be uh, Saliba. Smooth as silk. He's just smooth. Yeah. You know, I when I, I did a little quick assessment of the three our three center backs, the main guys or whatever, Saliba, Gabriel, Ben White. Um, I'm impressed by Ben White. His he's he's athletically better than both of them. Athletically. Yes. He moves so smooth yes. and he's got control of his body. And he picks a he picks a better pass. But for Saliba, a young kid, he's really smart. Like he's a heady player. I was a little tripping because, I mean, I'll be honest, the Sevilla game was my first real, long, sustained look at him. Yeah. And I thought he moves a little, just he's not a smooth athlete like Ben is. Right. But he's bigger. He's taller. But I was so impressed by his positioning and his, like, the way he stays in front of an offensive player and, Virgil he knew West. when to put a burst on and attack somebody or to right. stay back and stay in front of them. Just didn't like even doesn't even didn't even have to get physical with anybody. His positioning was so good. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Where you see uh Gabriel sometimes he gotta put his hands on you. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I mean uh Saliva was just you know smooth. He's Virgil S, dude. We got our version. Really is. You know, I saw somebody else say Vincent Company style, and I was like, Well, okay. Um, okay, his head just. You know, I was like, actually gonna go like the thing that read me was real Ferdinand, but um, real was smooth. Not the greatest athlete, but good enough that he could do his job. But he was smooth Tremendous. and he understood his job, and he was Tremendous. A, you know. Yeah, good call, good call on that one. Uh, so yeah, man, great to be back. Let me see. Yeah. Did we? Uh, I'm gonna do a quick shout out. To, to, you know, like the three listeners I know will be here listening. Gooner and Callie, our buddy that always gives us a listen, usually drop us a comment. Little Do Stables, the homie from back in the day. Cool, and dude. JK in Baltimore, he loves to take the podcast out on his dog walk and listen to us. Uh, always lets us Baltimore. know. Always lets us know when we haven't uh, got the podcast up on time. What's going on? <laughs> J.K. in Baltimore. Now that's good though. That's 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 uh, those are nice shout outs. Little me and little dupe talk during the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, while I was working. <laughs> I just accepted the whole new phenomenon. There's going to be games when I'm working, and I'm not even going to try to hide seeing the result. Just 
let the results flow and I'm going to watch a game a different way, you know? Right. Well, you, you, you should be all right. I think. Cause, uh, we're, we're going to be, we're getting ready to be a Sunday, Thursday. Yeah. And if that is, then I've worked it. So hopefully that'll be like the main thing, you know, mostly get those games in. Good shit. I want to, I want to say thank you to all our African supporters. Walla, walla, walla. Now nah, I'm playing. Uh, anyway, international. Go, yeah. go to YouTube and uh, subscribe and um, we appreciate the love on Facebook. I'm going to put an emphasis on that again. Go to YouTube, subscribe. And, uh, you know, share with your friends, man, if you like the podcast. Just throw a little quick little share somewhere where you like to go, man. Twitter, Instagram, whatever you do. Yeah, yeah, get your shit together is what he's trying to say, I think. Come on, y'all. Get your shit together. iTunes, give a review. Do I mean, what's this episode, 739 or something? This is 154. Oh, okay. Oh, I I got the numbers messed up. We take summers off. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Uh, thanks for tuning in. That's going to do it. Peace out. One and oh, peace. Top of the table. Twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Oh, how about that? How about that? Thank you for tuning in to Cotton Two Minds. Please head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. All feedback is much appreciated. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at CITM Podcasts at Guna Rush, and at E-Marshall Comedy. The music of this podcast is brought to you by Statics. If you like what you hear, please head on over to staticsmusic.com and be sure to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Statics Music. That's S-T-A-T-X Music. Peace!